0: Hello and welcome to the Keen on Things podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Keen, with the best 30 minutes of sleep in show business. Uh, I'm on the water. I'm on the water. I'm in the Bahamas. Uh, and you're going to hear it. I think you're just going to hear engine going and machinery going. I don't think there's any way around it. I've tried this a couple times now doing the podcast uh, from here. And I don't think there's any place on the ship I can do this really. Um, without getting that sound especially doing it for my room we're kind of close to the core um there's no way around it guys so i i, I mean i guess i could find a place but i wanted to get this out sunday night somehow but i guess we could find a place somewhere uh, in puerto rico san juan where we go tomorrow uh, yeah so i'm a day and a half in two weeks to go i'm two weeks on this uh ship this is the msc and we are aboard the um is it the sealander i think it's a sealander I don't know, doesn't matter, kind of does So yeah I have two weeks on this baby So I'll be here a week from now and a week and a half And then finally get off uh, I believe that's Saturday The 29th And head back to Orange County Possibly for a night But possibly uh, going straight from Miami to um, Sydney, Australia Which is like to the moon And back Uh, Anyway, okay I'll get paid like seven years from now. These cruise ships, you don't get paid. It's like six weeks. It's so annoying. There's just no reason for it, guys. There's no reason for it. But uh, when you're middle, when you're in the middle, lower, or poverty, um, yeah, you're the last to see it. You're the last to see it. It is a slow trickle. Uh, It takes forever. It was interesting uh, cruise ship so far. It's definitely different than the Alaska. Um, Then the Alaska line You know, Alaska's just I don't know, Americans, Canadians (sighs) Maybe some uh, Europeans But this is everybody down here I mean, everybody We have uh, the Miami vibe Which entails whatever We have the Italian vibe Latino, German uh, English crowd Um, So yeah so i'm on for six straight weeks here i wonder where it'll go from here you know i I, this is great the cruise ships but performing like for people that want to see comedy and not just because it's an alternative is uh something that you know they want to come see you that's the ultimate goal so i would love the clubs more Yawning halfway through my podcast well it works doesn't it um but whatever you know, I want audiences basically not people on cruise ships. I don't want, um, you know what I mean? I don't want, uh, a cruise ship is basically what happens like when a fricking bus stop and Walmart make love and have a baby. That's your cruise ship audience. So anyway, um, and people don't necessarily get along with each other. So they take it out on the management cause they want to, be treated better than the average other person on the ship it's a different world it's weird uh there, but there's so many different existences out there you know what people are able to do to survive out on the planet right and that's really what it's all about survival the rest is frosting if you remove frosting from your life then you're good you know um you see people that have some impairment And you feel sad that they can't go to parties or be social or maybe get married to a beautiful guy or girl and do things, um, that we do, um, that we think is necessary, but they're not, they're not. Do we really like a lot of the image driven shit we do? I mean, think about it, right? How much is obligation? And to what extent is that obligation? (laughs) you know, the huge wedding when you're probably going to get divorced in a couple years. Do you need everybody at that wedding? Do you need 300 people there? Nobody thinks it's going to work. Anyway. uh, The job, the house, the car, cars, plural, vacations, social media, what kind of yard you have, the kids, how many, where they go to school, what sports they play, what activities they're involved in. You know their teams their hobbies you know i saw an episode of uh, comedians and cars with seinfeld and leno it's with leno and he made a good point he's like um he doesn't wear sunglasses he doesn't wear them he's just like don't you have sunglasses jerry's like don't you have sunglasses because they're driving in the sun and, and jay's like nah nah like because people are always like looking under them or over them to be to see through when they really need to see It's like it's annoying um, and how many pairs could that guy buy? And he doesn't even touch them. He doesn't even touch them. Rich, successful people to me always seem like there's something they don't do that everyone else does something odd. Like they drive a piece of shit car, they don't have cable, they cut their own hair. Uh, some of it is time saving as much as money saving. Um, Or they're just not married to needless things. You know, they subscribe to one less thing. When they drink, they have two drink maximum. Uh, They only watch one sport. They specialize, right? They specialize their time. They economize their time. Um, Also, they're always good at something else, right? I know a guy who's a lawyer, a piano player, and a pilot. I'm like, where do you have the time? Where do you have the time? When do you have the time? Uh, Every W and the time. There was a doctor in L.A. I knew who had a vineyard and also refurbished furniture. It's like, what? Is that even a word, refurnished or refurbished, refurbished furniture? Uh, Oh, and he was a doctor and had the wine thing like. But you know what? I got to think you have early exposure to success or high end hobbies like that. Right. Nobody from the hood sales. Right. They may have a yacht from working their ass off and being successful, but they don't sail. You know, they don't uh, they don't, um, you know, chittle wood. Is that right? They don't make figures and stuff like that. To have hobbies, you have to be good at something else first. Right. Let me work on that. Let me work on that first. Um, All right. So boarding in Miami is way different than Seattle or Juneau. Hello, how are you, sir? Hi, good, morning. good. Perfect, my friend. Uh, excuse me? Yes, yes. Please come in. Okay. Yeah. You just put DND. Just put. Do not disturb. Oh, okay. If you're going out, just remove. Okay. So, so anyway, I will come to even Okay, my friend. Okay. Thank you, sir. Oh, no problem. He thinks he's disturbing. That's the most excitement this podcast has had in 103 episodes or whatever we are. Um. So that was the, uh, I wanted to let that happen. I could have cut that out, but um, I wanted you guys to experience life on the, life on a cruise ship. I wanted you to experience it from shore. So that's what that was. I hope that it wasn't too real for you, but the steward came and checked on me. And he'll come back again at night. Now, I didn't need his help. I never need them. I gave him money yesterday to almost be like, here's money to not come back until Saturday. Uh, like, I'll make the bed, you know, whatever. Okay, what are we doing? Um, boarding in Miami, way different than Seattle, aren't You know, and MSC is definitely a different cruise line. Italian but based in Switzerland which is hilarious it's like yeah we're Italian but we put headquarters in a more fiscally responsible country Um, I have no idea about Italy and responsibility I just figure it's Mediterranean and Catholic it's gonna be a little sloppy right Spain Uh, Greece is Mediterranean but not necessarily Catholic Ireland is Catholic but not definitely not necessarily Mediterranean Um, but I don't know Spain Italy what Spain ireland greece are those the countries that get in trouble financially meanwhile germany switzerland denmark austria really have it together and then france and england right in the middle okay that's what it seems to be from an outside perspective i don't know those countries i haven't been to many of those countries um this is fascinating i should be living in all of these countries and writing from there but i don't um because i didn't find out about script pipeline until it was too late they have their finger on the pulse um Script Pipeline has their finger on the pulse of the current climate in this topsy-turvy industry. They also uh, have competitions. Finalists, not only winners, finalists have their work looked at by people in the business. Agents, managers, development executives. I don't know if that's a term anymore. Development execs. um, Writers, producers are all in touch with this company. Writers? Yeah. They help you get exposure. Script Pipeline. They. It. They help you get exposure secure deals acquire representation and sell projects establish relationships etc cetera, etc cetera. Um, got a little caught a little baseball yesterday Saturday wow can you tell I'm out of it and tired and wiped out and I haven't even done anything except move my body gotten my body from Southern Cal to Miami and now in the Palms on a ship um, well, I just got a text from Marcy we have a, we have a thing Friday It's going to be fun. I'm just reading my text now. Come on. Uh, So I watched that Mariners-Astros game that went 18 innings with no score until top 18. So in essence, those Mariners fans got to see two home games, two home playoff games in their stadium. That's the way I look at it because it was bummer, man. Everybody wanted the M's just to win one, right? Just to let that crowd go crazy on a Saturday night. That's how good you got to be. They had that guy on second with, I think, one out in the bottom of the 16th or 17th. Got to get him in. Have him steal another bait. I don't know anything. You've got to, like, not leave it to chance at the bat. So uh, the Strohs beat them in four games, really. Supposed to, it was best three out of five, but it took. One game was a tie, and then one game was a win. So you got 18 innings. Whoever paid – I mean, it was a nice, beautiful afternoon in Seattle, and then that went into the evening and wet, wet. Because if he goes to second on a double, then he could have gone to third. And then a sacrifice gets you in. Because I think it was with one out. He could have gone to – he could have, if he didn't take his time getting to first – Gotten to second and then gone to third on the stolen base instead of second. I don't know if he reaches third safely like he did second. Uh, Man, I've seen 1-0 games and 1-1 games that go extra innings like that, but I've never seen a game go 0-0 for that long. And it's so good uh, to see the Mariners in the playoffs, right? Was really pulling for them so much. Just such a juiced fan base. You can tell how hungry they are. So appreciative. Like the San Francisco Giants years ago. I think the Giants are still amazing fan base, but um, so good to see the Mariners in it. Kind of, I kind of knew the whole time the Astros were fighting with one arm behind their back. Just the experience. Mariners are the only team to never be in a World Series, I believe. Either They're either to never have been in one or never win one. But, well, no, they've never been in one. So I think they're the only team that's – I don't think the Brewers have ever won one. I don't know. God, that was close in 82. Um, but, man, I wanted to see that stadium erupt. Would have been amazing. Uh, Strohs, Houston Astros will go to record a record six straight ALCS and welcome um, to the Keen on Things baseball podcast I have written here. That's funny. We're no longer football. We transitioned, but I do love baseball playoffs. Despite the season being way too long, I can't watch most regular season baseball. I heard Bob Costas do a game Saturday night, Yankees, uh, Cleveland Guardians, and it was great. Two thrillers, one in Seattle, one in Cleveland. That uh, the same game, basically the same matchup, that served as the finale in Major League. And man, you watch these games that that Cleveland they had to score three in the bottom of the ninth to beat uh, New York, and they did it. And the energy shift is just unreal because it's like one or two outs. Or do they have any outs? I don't know. Um, And you think the Yankees are going to win. They're up five to three. Pretty sound team. And then they give up three, bottom nine. To go down two to one in the series, I still think they're going to win. I hope not. I hope Cleveland can close it out. I don't know when they play again, if it's today or, or this must be tomorrow. Okay, the energy shift though, crazy. Yankees are class, man, all class. You never see them being jackasses after a tough loss. I guess they know they'll go far every year, so it doesn't matter. Um, the Dodgers, man, it just, you know, it, it, there's always a loaded team with an amazing record that goes down in the first round. And it, it just, it was too good to be true this year. Like, I, I knew they won 109 games. They were the number one team in baseball. But I knew um, it just, uh, it, didn't feel, it never felt right. Um, the grit, you got to have that late game grit it's almost as if their regular season muscle is too good and you're overly in touch with the flow of the regular season it's kind of better to have that team that's not as good but scrapping the entire way then when you get into sudden death they're ready for it margaritaville smoothies 1997 right um Padres have been chomping at the bit for a long time. So that was a long time coming against the Dodgers. They have a nastiness to them. They have a chip on the shoulder. And so when they won, I think by one game to get in, or did they have a one game plan? I knew, I was like, this isn't, yeah, this isn't who we want to face like this. Um, Plus last year, wasn't it tight? And then it was tight again with, yeah, I think we won a one game. No, we beat St. Louis for a one game plan last year. But it was tight with the Padres. And I, I just felt they had the edge. Not crazy, even though they were they won thirty less games or twenty five less games. Um, yeah. Postseason's different the home field advantage away doesn't matter. Especially in Southern Cal there were enough Padre fans there probably and enough Dodger fans in San Diego. So that that's I don't know. Um it's all about that grit and who's playing well at the right time of year in the playoffs. O- away and home doesn't really matter. Okay, we're halfway through this episode, thank Christ, for you guys. Not for me. I like talking to you. Um, I, w- I was also hoping that for the Cleveland Guardians over the Yanks, but um, we'll see. Wouldn't it be something if they won their first couple seasons as Guardians? All those years as the Indians, they can't get past. I think they won in f- 48 and 54. Or no, 54, the Giants beat them, I think. Um, but they went to the World Series. I don't think they've won their series since 48. So when they made Major League, that was 88. That was 40 years after they'd won it all. Jesus, that's a long time. Okay. But it'd be fun if in the first season or two, they won it as the Guardians. Um, I feel like, it's, is it their first season as the Guardians or second? I don't know. Anyway, um, after all these years as... Um, indians would be something i think a better transition would have been to call them uh the tribe the cleveland tribe that could have been the baseball team one of those kind of it would have been a nice you keep it simple you keep it somewhat similar you you keep the old fan base and logo and you know kind of brand um but they that's the opposite what they want they want a video game you know action figure superhero stuff um yeah so they were, they were they wanted to completely get away from that but i just thought it would have been one of those cool singular form nouns that people uh use colorado avalanche miami heat you know stuff like that white socks just do it the cleveland tribe it would have been cool 'Cause then it doesn't have to specify Native American. It could be like our tribe, this is our people, this is our city, this is our town. It doesn't matter. We're all one human tribe. At some point we'll figure that out, maybe. Um And when we think we do, we'll ruin it again, right? Uh I get people who don't like baseball if they weren't raised on it. But I was and I love it. Playoffs especially. I don't really watch much reg sees. Each ship is different with protocol. They always have a drill to start off the cruise. And most of the time, they don't care if the comedian comes, which I really like. But some are sticklers. And this one was a stickler and wanted me down on a certain floor in a certain restaurant at 5.15 p.m. So bizarre. Then they throw this at me. On your card, they tell you a time and location for a restaurant to go after the drill. And it gives you a table and a space at the table. And I'm thinking uh, it'll be like just they're taking roll for who shows up. But it turns out it was like a mixer dinner, like like a get-to-know ice-breaking thing. They just throw you at a table where you don't know. And I was like, I don't need this. Why, why did I get this note? And I should have known better, too, because I'd already checked in. Um, so I have to look out for that next time. It's just, it was so awful and uncomfortable and awkward for everyone. Not just me, nothing against those people. But nobody knew, what, we're just sitting at a table? I was so close to being like one of those times. Where was like, guys, I ate. I, I don't. We, none of us need this. I'm going to bail. Have a great cruise, but whatever. I almost want to tell the cruise director to never do that to the comics or enter, any entertainers whatsoever. Uh, but who knows? Maybe that's what gets people coming back. So we got to talk to the comic or the singer or the piano player at the um, at the dinner, but it was so uncomfortable. The entire it was three other couples who weren't even talking to each other right and the meal took forever I was just I wanted to give the guy like money to go hey dude can you just bring all the food at once let's go they're like an hour and a half dude and just like I was dying everything I had and just getting no love and the other three couples are all Americans and they weren't really talking you know it's just bizarre dude um eventually we made it work but not a good idea I think everybody was shocked when we all sat down and nobody wanted to be rude just so it's weird I don't know Um, met the cruise director, entertainment director. Uh, yeah. Earlier. It was great. Sometimes they're like, just check before Friday, but I met them. And, uh, where are we? Do I have to ask twice? You know, it's, it's just so many people, so many 60 and what it is, is there's 60 year old and 70 year old children who want to get on the ship and eat as much as they can. Lounge around and drink right Um, i tell you the travel is a lot to get to for these ships and those days of transitioning as you can tell in my voice and my energy right now it sounds like I'm heavily medicated I will say on a cruise ship you can get drunk three times in a day like we got on yesterday at 1 or 2 p.m. and people are at the bars and they're awake for 12 more hours some And so it's either a matter of getting drunk three times a day or staying drunk. Uh, But whatever, there's music and shows all throughout. So um, I'm finally coming off the iced coffee I had on Friday before the flight. Man, it messed me up Saturday and maybe even today. I don't know. Isn't that crazy? Like a 36-hour caffeine sugar hangover. I just know it. I, I can tell it. I can feel it as I get my body. I can feel that shit. And more and more And it ruins your day A caffeine sugar hangover Just takes forever to wear off And I gotta quit lying to myself um, That it isn't ruining the following day Like, oh, I'm fine For some reason, Europe and Japan Maybe it's because I'm on vacation when I'm there It didn't have the effect Um, You know, it didn't have the effect I just love it so much Seeing a coffee shop Just triggers me into joy You know I think I would just die if I saw heroin. I'd be like, "Oh God, I'm already addicted." I can't even handle coffee, booze. I'm okay on, but I don't think uh, I've had anything but vodka in several years, liquor-wise. I think I've only had vodka. Um, I mean, maybe there's a margarita that stuck in or a Jack and Coke, Mai Tai, gin. Doubtful. Speaking of speaking of Mai Tai, speaking of rum, we're going to Puerto Rico tomorrow, man. Can't wait. Teddy Roosevelt, Rough Riders, or was that Cuba? That might have been Cuba. I'm not sure. If that was Puerto Rico or Cuba. Um, Teddy Roosevelt gave a speech, guys, after getting shot, shot, and then gave a speech. Right? Maybe that takes away from the stage fright. I could do that. So uh, we're going to Saint Thomas is one of the places. I don't know if we're going to Jamaica or not. We're going to Saint Thomas um one of these days i've been there i've been there i've been st martins uh i don't know if it was st martins or st thomas where this musician i knew was a he was a wealthy alcoholic just amazing older magician uh musician musician divorced and he would hire escorts on some island down there whenever he'd pass through then one day he went to the orphanage instead there's an orphanage that they always kind of offered And from that day forward, he went. Last minute, he changed his mind and went with us to the orphanage. And uh, he stopped drinking. That was like 10 years ago. 2012. I guess there's no reason you can't do both. You know, he could still drink and see prostitutes and help little kids, I suppose. Um, Anyway, the orphanage was amazing. I think I went twice, like two weeks in a row. It was the dueling piano guys, okay? Not the classic piano player who those guys worship that was separate those guys they're like we're nothing compared to that guy you know he sits there and lounges he'll sing but he plays like countless songs dueling piano players as they said it they're like oh yeah we're hacks but they were pretty damn good too um, so those guys were in connection those two piano players the dueling piano guys which they weren't dueling they were playing together the whole damn trip why do we have to throw fighting in there like Tom and Jerry or Wiley coyote and the Roadrunner. we love battles okay um so these these uh guys were in connection with the um and they were in contact with the head lady of the orphanage always a lady that runs it men are just out on the prairie or the jungle or woods or mountains or something anyway so we'd go on like a tuesday that's where saint martin's was uh, on the rotation for ncl back then norwegian cruise line Or St. Thomas, I'm not sure. We had a couple of piano players. We have a magician. We have a face painter. We have a singer and me. And we're all in this van going to the orphanage. So we go, and I forget if it was Michael or Bert or Scott, one of the guys, one of the piano players says, okay, everybody's, they they said everybody's talent and everything and what they'll be doing at the orphanage. You know, this person's singer's gonna sing, this this girl's gonna paint faces, he's gonna do magic. And they look at me and they're like, "I, I uh, if you want to tell jokes, you can tell jokes. And I'm laughing. I'm like, I, I don't need to do what I do on the ship. You know, I could, I could drink and complain in front of them. I mean, that's like, um, but no, I was like, I can hang out. It's all good, guys. I'm there to help out. I'm sure there'll be some. They probably have a yard, some balls to throw around or something. And we get there and get out of the van. And I don't even make it in the house. And some boy is there. And we start throwing a football and a Frisbee. And then some girl comes out to join us, and we hang out, the three of us, little kids, little boy, little girl, myself, talk, playing catch. Um, Then we go inside, watch the little talent show, wild stuff, man, being an orphanage in the Bahamas. We hang out, we eat, a little more catch. We eventually leave. And I wasn't sure if they like use U.S. money or they could use it. Of course they could. Of course they'll figure it out. So like, will this help? Like, will you take this? Can I? I, I always I say like, can I give this to you? Um, that way it's like, is it okay? And then it's also like respectful. May I give this to you? And and then like you're expediting it. It's administrative kind of, and. I pull out a five for each of them when the other kids kind of weren't looking. And some were playing video games, which I didn't care for. I'm like, you're really ruining my perception of an orphanage with the video games, guys. Um, so... And they, they snagged up the $5 bill. So they were, they, they gobbled them up. They are like, oh, yeah, well, we got it. We'll figure that out. And I told the chubby little girl. I was like, bye, beautiful girl. And she smiled so big, man. And you saw her natural, like, pre-treated teeth still growing teeth um you know kind of you know she's whatever seven or nine or something just melt you just melts you know and it was just really special and the little hugs and just so genuine and they just want some adults you know they don't care if like whatever you're famous or just a human being they just they're you're a big person to them you know you're a big human being like if you got to hug a giant, you would too. If I met, it doesn't have to be Shaq. If I met a seven-footer or a seven-foot-five guy, I'd like want to hug him, especially if he's giving me money. I'd be like, hey, man, you like I feel safe with you or something. So we hugged the little kids. It was cute. And then we went and got prostitutes. Guys, it was just great, man. It was great. I'm just kidding. Um, Caribbean queen. All right, we got to wrap this up here. Wrap up what never got started. That's what the podcast should be. So Caribbean, bombers I don't know if we're doing Jamaica on this trip. We're bypassing Cuba, of course. you got to hand it to Cuba. They're right in the middle of all this, and they've maintained their sovereignty and independi for the whole time. It would be so easy for them to have just become a floating casino Las Vegas for Americans just to go shit on and leave every Sunday night, leave the dirty laundry. But they withstood, man. They withstood however they did it them in Korea Korea resisted China Russia Japan even the US in a way China Russia Japan history you know all three of those countries wanted that land and it could have easily been gobbled up I'm using gobbled a lot this podcast easily absorbed um, don't mess with Cubans and Koreans they're like my brother Danny just because it's not fitting someone else's plan or it's not always pretty or part of the establishment or the system. Don't think they're just gonna call it a day, right? Koreans are tough, man. Cubans tough. I've never been to Cuba, nor do I know any Cubans, but it's gotta be similar to Korea. You know, you have that chip on your shoulder a little bit, just on your own and everyone wants to land. You know, you gotta remember, like something, when you're a favored team, like that doesn't mean, you know, someone else's background for your story. Like the like the Dodgers got to get some grit, right? They got They're not going to be a team of dynasty. They should have been. They, this should be their second or third World Series this year, but they're not going to go down in history as one of the great teams, which is crazy. Um, I just, I just, you know, they're going to lose some players, and then next year maybe win hundred. I don't know. Um, but if they want to be a team in history, they should have won in two thousand fourteen. Okay, granted, they're losing every year to the eventual winner. But 2014 was theirs. This year was probably theirs. Um, but these people, you know, Koreans, Cubans, my brother Danny, they're not going to be background and get out of the way for your life. Like, my high school football team was 12-0, and, and we played uh, Baldwin Park. And I don't know what their record was. I guarantee it wasn't 12-0. And, and we were just so, we were like, how dare you come in and beat, it's like, like we're fighting for life too man you know they're not going to give it to you they don't care about your background they don't care about your story so anyway we're back to Miami in a week and then we do this run again for another week I do love Miami I met my last girlfriend in Miami and I'll always have good memories Um, two rotations of this cruise should give me a few good minutes of local stuff by then Uh, but I'm so rusty I think I've done less than 10 shows in 3 months that's not good anyway thanks for listening uh, I never know what we discuss on this but it's definitely something listening to other podcasts and some of them I've been on and you're still like "What? this is what you guys discuss and it gets listeners so it's just bizarre all around right there's someone for everyone and maybe there's some following for every podcast you know okay thank you please subscribe keen on things so you know right away when the episodes come out and also please follow keen of comedy on all social media platforms guys there's someone for everyone unless you're will chamberlain then there's twenty thousand for everyone or just for him i guess uh okay we'll see you next week thank you love you